Welcome to First Things First, the weekly podcast where we talk about God, faith, and life in Shallow Water, Texas. Our podcast is a production of First Shallow Water, and you can find more information about our church by clicking on the link in the description of this episode. Thanks for joining us. Here's our pastor, Brad Miles. Well, welcome to the First Things First podcast, friends. This is a very exciting and unusual episode of the podcast. It's our first time. Did you guys know this is our first time to have two guests at the same time on the podcast? You're the guinea pigs. Yeah. yeah. Honored. That's, you should be. You should be honored. So, okay. So graduation is coming up. And uh, and so we have a lot of really amazing seniors in uh in our church, but we decided that we we were just, we had to pick two. Okay, so so we picked two of the amazing seniors that we have in our church. They were actually the ones who volunteered so uh, to to be on the podcast today. And we're just going to talk about you know life and faith and you know being in high school and all those kinds of things. So uh, so we're going to start with Sam. Sam, why don't you introduce yourself to everybody? So and- yeah, my name is Samantha Thomas. I'm 18 years old, and I go to Shallowater High School. And I'm about to graduate, and I'm going to go to Texas Tech and get a degree in hospitality in hopes of becoming a wedding planner. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Your mom was telling <laughs> me about that, that that was what you want to do. And I was like, man, she would be fantastic <laughs> at that, you know, because it takes a, you know, a level of like organization, mm-hmm. but also a level of like, I don't know, you have to have a high emotional IQ because you're dealing with people who are, you know, at this really stressful, you know what I mean? An emotional moment. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. So my daughter uh, is, you know, been dating the same guy for two years. And so the other day she started talking about weddings. And I got to tell you, I got a little nauseous. I'm not going to lie. Like I was like, I mean, he's the, her, her boyfriend's a great dude. I can say all this because he's not listening. He doesn't listen to the podcast. He's that a really great issue. Maybe he yeah, should. Yeah. <laughs> he's a really nice guy. We like him a whole lot, but I don't know if I'm ready for my daughter to get married, man. You know, anyway. So thanks for bringing that up, Sam. Thanks for just uh, rubbing some salt into that wound. That's good. No, we're really super excited to have Sam here. All right, Cade, t- tell everybody who you are. So I'm Cade Smith. I am 18 years old. I'm a senior at Shallow Water. I'll be going to tech as well in the fall. Mm. I'm going to get a degree in animal science. Sweet. And not sure exactly where I'm going to go with that, but uh, I know I want to go into the agriculture field. Okay. I'm really big in the FFA, and I love everything to do with ag, so yeah, really looking forward to that. That's awesome. That's awesome. So uh, animal, you don't know like exactly what part of the field, like, but not like vet school or anything like that, like no, much sir. more farm side. Yes, sir. Yeah. All right. That sounds good. So, uh, so guys, the, what we usually do on the podcast is, uh, this is, I usually let people kind of tell their faith story and talk a little bit about how they came to faith in Christ. And, uh, and, and so I thought I would just kind of start with that, let, let you guys kind of share a little bit about that. Who wants to go first? I got it. That's what I'm talking <laughs> to. Sam's, Sam's like, I got this. That's good. Yeah. So for as long as I can remember, I've just been raised in a Christian household mm. Like my whole family has been that way, all of them bringing me up in that faith. So I've had a really good upbringing in that for sure. Right. I know like having that family help definitely encouraged it a little bit more. Sure. But there's definitely certain people who made me want it more than having to have it because the rest of my family did. Yeah. I know people here, my old youth group leader, Marsha Lamberson, really made me want to come to church to learn, not only because all my friends were here, right. 
So even though I was brought up in that household, I've definitely grown myself, and that's why I think is really important. Yeah. So, is it was there like um was there like a, a a moment or a period of time in your life where you really felt like that your faith was becoming your own, like it wasn't a part of your family anymore? That this is I'm choosing to do this, like I'm choosing to have this faith. Like wh- when was that? What did that look like? How did, how did that work for you? Well, so I was baptized when I was really young, I think about eight years old. Right. And then freshman year, me and my mom got the opportunity to go to Israel. Oh, sweet. Yeah, they baptized all of us in the Jordan River, and I felt like that was my choice to do that. I mean, they didn't make everybody get in there. Yes. And that first time when I was little, I mean, I think it was because everyone was doing it. Mm -hmm. But when it was at the Jordan River, it just felt like it was my own faith, my own personal relationship. And that was pretty cool. That was a really good experience for me. Yeah, I bet. That's awesome. My brother and his wife went to Israel and had a wonderful experience. They were both baptized in the Jordan River, too. Oh, it's so so cool. Very, very cool. (laughs) Very cool. So, yeah, I think that, you know, so many people who've been on the podcast, Sam, when they tell their faith story, it's a lot that that same kind of journey, right? They were baptized when they were a little kid. And they, they, I mean, that was legitimate. Like, they... You know, at the time, like they that they they were had been living, you know, with their family and and pursuing faith and in a Christian family. You know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, but then there was a time later on in their life where they were like, no, you know, this is my decision. I'm doing this. You know, and, and I, my daughter actually has that same story. My 13 year old daughter, she was baptized when she was like six. But this past year at Fields of Faith, you know, she came down and found me down on the field, and she was like, hey. I, I want to make this decision, you know, I, I didn't really know what I was doing then, but I do now and I want to make decisions. So that's really that's cool. Great. Yeah. Really cool. Okay. Sam, what, what about, what about you, uh, Kate? What, what was your, what was your story like? So a lot like Sam, I grew up in the church. Yeah. My parents always had me going to the Kidsville thing. I, yeah. I, I went to daycare. I mean, I came up through first Baptist church, shallow water. Yeah. My parents never forced me into believing in God. They always put me around it, sure. but they wanted it to be my own decision, right, right, which right. I, I think was very smart. Yeah. And I, I did come to it on my own mm-hmm. in about sixth grade. We yeah. went to a Fort Lone Tree camp. Yeah, dude. It was through y'all, but yeah. I, uh, I went to that and it was kind of the first time I'd experienced that, that Jesus high that you get from a, a dean now or any church camp. Right. And I, that's when I kind of realized that that was before that, I knew that it was an option, but mm-hmm. I, it wasn't real to me. Yes. And I had gone to that church camp and I, and then I realized, I mean, heaven and hell are a real place. Right. I want to go to heaven yeah. and be with the Lord and Savior. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I think that's just the final turning point where I had decided that that's what I wanted to do. Yeah. And from there on out, been a believer. That's good. Yeah. The, you know, for those of you who are listening on the podcast like that, uh, people we talk about, and you guys can relate to this too. There, there's so much confusion about what who a Christian is or what what it even means to be a Christian. You know, there's all kinds mm-hmm. of uh, confusion out there. So uh, so let us just kind of dispel some of that for you. Being a Christian means that you have surrendered your heart and your life to Christ. That you recognize that we don't have we don't have any hope without Him. That we need His forgiveness and His rescue, and we give ourselves completely to Him. That's what it means to be a Christian. And so. Um, and so if you're out there and that's not ever something that you've done before, then you can kind of follow in Sam and Cade's, you know, example here, their footsteps and, and, uh, and surrender your heart and your life to Christ. I always tell people three things, you know, it's three things. It's Lord saying to the Lord, Lord, uh, I need you. Please rescue me. I give all of myself to you. And if we can say those things to the Lord and we can mean it right, then, uh, then the Holy Spirit comes to live inside of us. And there's this, 
this beautiful thing begins to happen where he starts to live his life out through us, right? Which is the heartbeat of the gospel. So, so Kate, what about some people? You said you've been in the church your whole life, like all the way through KDO. Is that right? Like yes, in the sir. Kids Day Out program? <laughs> yes, sir. Awesome. So on your journey here at the church, who are some people that were meaningful? I mean, obviously your parents, right? But who are some people that were meaningful to you on your journey that really helped you along on your journey here at First Shallow Water? Yeah, so I started here really young. Yeah. And one of my first ever Bible school teachers was Julie. Okay. And so I got to know her. I can remember vividly her little Christmas lessons with the, the nativity scene, things like that. And she just kind of led me on my path to yeah. going into the actual youth group right. where I met Zach, yeah. who really helped me on my path. Yeah. But just having my dad at the church here as well, teaching on Wednesday nights, right. has definitely gotten me connected. Yeah. But Zach was a really big part of my Christian journey. And, uh, I don't think I'd be where I was without him. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people have that same story, man. So he's one of my favorite dudes, man. I like <laughs> that guy. He's a, he is a really, really awesome guy. So I'll still hit him up every now and then on <laughs> what, I don't know what app that is signal or whatever it is that we have to text him on that. But he, I, I, I love that guy. He's a good man. So absolutely. He's a good man. So, Sam, you mentioned uh, one person. Are there, are there some other folks that were kind of instrumental in, in your journey uh, to faith here at the church or, or even other places? Because how long have you been How long have you been here? I moved here in eighth grade. Okay, okay. So you've been here for like five years mm-hmm. then. So, all right. So, so, yeah, it started out with my youth group leader was Marsha Lamberson. That's McKinley Lamberson's mom. Uh-huh. And... I mean, she just made me want to come back every single Wednesday night. We would really connect. She would understand what we were going through and right. just really listen to our actual problems instead of, I don't know, being judgmental or anything like that. She was sure. just a really good upbringing. And then my mom also is a youth group yeah. leader here, so she's definitely had an impact on my Christian career. Someone not at the church, though, my aunt and uncle used to take me on camping trips all the time and I would get up super early and they would read the Bible to me and I would read the verse back every single time. So they really helped me want to like get into the word and memorize his word and really wow. take it in deeper. That's cool. That's cool. I want to be that, that <laughs> the uncle who's like that, you know, cause I've got a bunch of nieces and nephews. I always want to be the, I want to be the crazy uncle too. <laughs> okay. I'm just being real with you, but also the one who like, you know, makes him want to serve God. That's awesome when you have family members like that. Mm-hmm. You know, that's that's really good. So, okay. So, you guys, uh, you know, shared a little bit of your faith journey. You talked about some people that were meaningful uh, to you. Um, if you could go back <laughs> and, and meet your freshman self, you know, like, what's some, what's some words of advice that you would share with your freshman self if you could go back and do that? There's too many to count for that one. <laughs> <laughs> Probably quit being such a nerd, but uh, I would say I would go back and tell myself to get involved in the church. Yeah, uh, it's scary when you sit in uh, you sit in worship and they tell you bring a friend to church. Yeah, but it's it's not as easy as you think it'd be. Mm-hmm. You you go there and you get ready to tell somebody and it's. It's never what you think it's going to be. Yeah. You go up to him, you get nervous, and you just don't know what to say. And I think as a kid in high school, I mean, there's really nothing to be nervous about. Right. Most of the time, if you just ask them to hang out, they'll, you got to they bond with them first and become friends. Yeah. And then you can have eventually ask them to come to church with you and really just spread the word of God more than I did. Mm. Um, 
There's a lot of temptation in high school. Sure. Uh, so really just staying true to yourself as a freshman. I mean, lots of parties go down. Yeah. And I just think to be a true Christian, you really need to stay true to your values. And that's, that's really hard. Yeah. With, uh, I mean, staying popular in high school is always a big thing for every kid. Yeah. Yeah. And nobody wants to be the kid that doesn't go to parties and doesn't get invited. Right. But I think it would be so much better or it would have been so much better for me in the long run had I have never done that right. and had I just stayed true to my Christian self. No doubt. Okay, there's so much wisdom in what you just said. One, one of the things that I was going to circle back around, and maybe y'all could both talk about this a little bit, but you know, when you're a, a ninth grader, like we're still figuring out who we are, you know? And, Absolutely. And, and so like, so you don't know who you are really, and you're trying to discern that for yourself, and then you want everybody to like you. And so it really is this kind of perfect storm of identity crisis and you know making you know uh being terrified of being left out and you know what i mean and and you can do things that you know involve yourself in behaviors that you looking back you're like well, why did i do that you know because because <laughs> it's almost you're, you're so desperate to have mm-hmm. people like you and yeah 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 totally that's good wisdom thank you yeah so i mean what, what do you think Sid? that's Freshman. almost exactly what i was gonna say definitely get involved in the church and at school, I know my freshman year, I tried to get involved in as many things as I could. I mean, I was not athletic at all, but I tried volleyball. I tried when I play. I tried so many different things, and that's how you really grow your close relationships with people who will hold you mm-hmm. accountable and who will do fellowship with you and really just keep you in that Christian mode throughout high school. Because like Kate said, it is really hard to just stay on that route all four years through, like there's temptations. Yeah. I mean, it's high school as you can kind of figure that out yourself. But I definitely think trying out tons of different things, finding your true group of friends, just so having people keep you accountable definitely helps. Yeah. And, and along those same lines, I think one of the biggest problems we're seeing in our, in our Wednesday night youth, I mean, in fifth and sixth grade, you show up and there's 25 kids there right, ready to learn about God. But as you see us go through each of our high school years and well, middle school and high school years, I mean, we're down to what, four, mm-hmm. four real senior kids that are coming every Wednesday. Right. And I think just constantly reaching out to them mm-hmm. and remembering or and helping them remember just, we have church Wednesday. Uh, I'd love to see you there. Just yeah. make it fun for them. Don't make it, don't make it be a chore or anything like that. Well, and I would say, you know, maybe uh, let me ask you guys this. So, because clearly you guys have made a choice that this is important, right? That that church and that being involved here is important to you, right? So why has it been important? And what what um, what do you feel like you have gained from being, you know, committed and engaged and involved in the youth group and just in church in general? Well, yeah, so I feel like it definitely, the groups get smaller and smaller as the grades go up and you can't just blame it on like, oh, I'm busy, but you should make time for the things that are important to you. And I right. think that us staying here, we definitely notice in our classmates, wow, if they would have stayed in church, I feel like this would have turned out so much different. Yeah. Like their personality wouldn't have changed. They're making all these bad choices that they probably wouldn't have made if they would have made church on Wednesday nights a priority. Yeah. 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 I, I completely agree. And just coming to Wednesday church, I mean, we have that really core group now. Yes. I mean, Samantha's boyfriend, Kaysen, uh-huh. I really didn't know him before we started coming to church, and now he's going to be my roommate in the fall at Tech. <laughs> yeah. So it really just helps build core relationships and yeah. people that have the same values as you. Yeah. So I think 
being able to have those relationships and then to be able to go into college with those relationships and know that these people will always have your back and that they have the same values as you mm-hmm. is always good good to know. Yeah, you, uh, I was the dean of students at Wayland before I became the pastor here. And so I was dealing all the time with college students. And and uh, and I can tell you, man, the I wish, I try to tell everybody this, right? But, but you know, people have varying degrees of listening, you know, to you. But... But I try to tell people, you know, the, the people that you are hanging out with, like those, those people that you invite into your circle, right, your close friends, those people have a huge, massive impact on the person that you become. And it's that way in high school, but it's also that way in college, right? You, if you choose to hang out with people and spend your time with people who are honestly, sincerely seeking after the Lord, they're honestly, sincerely trying to be all that God's created them to be. They're not going to be perfect, right? But if you spend your time around those folks, they're going to encourage you to do the same thing, you know? Um, but the problem is you have, to, you have to intentionally put yourself in positions where you're finding those people, right? The other kind of friends, the kind of friends that will, that will lead you to death and destruction and everything else, you don't have to look for those, right? <laughs> they find you, Absolutely. right? They, you don't have to, you, that's, you can be passive and you can discover that. So, but, but in order to have godly friends that are pointing you to life, right, and pointing you to Christ, you have to put yourself in those positions. And so, like for, for youth who might be listening to the podcast, right, for, for teenagers or for parents of teenagers, um, that's why, that's why we believe this is important because if, if you, if you're around this place, if you're hanging out with these people, you're hanging out with other people who also want to know Jesus, right? Who also want to serve Jesus. And those friends are going to have a profound impact on us. That's the truth. Yeah. Absolutely. And I would say to you guys too, in college, I mean, you know, Texas Tech is a huge place, you know? And, uh, and so you got to make sure you've got your people, you know? That you've you've got a, a group of folks that are that are doing life, you know, and seeking after the seeking after the Lord, you know. So it's good that you get already know who your roommate is. That's kind of <laughs> nice, yeah, because that's, that's one of the biggest you know deals that you have to mm-hmm. worry about is r- roommate. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. Um, so that's great. Uh, 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 talk about maybe tell me um, what's something that you feel like that the Lord has really taught you recently. Like, where, what do you feel like he's, because by the way, you guys are at one of the, the coolest, craziest, and most difficult points of your life, right? This thing that's about to happen, this transition, it's really awesome and exciting, but it's also traumatic, right? All your relationships are changing, particularly like your family relationships are changing, you know? Mm -hmm. So, um, so what has God been teaching you in the middle of all the craziness of being a senior who's about to graduate and all that kind of (laughs) stuff? Well, so I think he's still teaching it to me right now (laughs) is definitely peace. This year I have been like, go, go, go all the time, have so many different responsibilities, stressed 24 seven. So definitely peace is something that he's helping me work on, something I need to work on, something I'm still working on, Mm. (laughs) but really just taking like a moment to myself I'll try to read my mom and my uncle recently gave me this Bible that they had gone through the whole thing and written and underlined their favorite verses. And it's really cool. So I'll try to look at their words and God words every night. Just take a second. You don't Mm -hmm. have to stress right now. You're about to go to sleep. You don't need to be stressing out. So definitely peace. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, peace is this crazy thing because, you know, it's something that we can only find in 
our relationship with Christ. Like he, Jesus is peace, you know? And so when we're, when we are spending time in his presence, that's where we find it. The good news is peace doesn't depend on our circumstances. It can be crazy, you know, all around us. But when we're in Christ, we can have that peace, right? So that's good. Yeah. And that's going to be a good thing for you to remember going forward too, because, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, college can feel like that, you know, college can feel crazy and chaotic sometimes. And like, you know, you get the midterms, you get the finals. I mean, this is a step up, you know, academically. Sure. So, um, so it can feel like, you know, really, you know, like you're really anxious or you're really, you know, stressed out or whatever and, and find a peace in Christ. You know, that's a good lesson that you've started to learn right now. That's good. <laughs> what about you, Kate? What's the Lord been working on you about? What's he been teaching you? So just like Sam had said, I mean, do as I say, not as I do. Right. <laughs> that's, that's a saying. But I think at the moment he's teaching me that, I need to put all of my actions under a microscope. Mm-hmm. I mean, me and Sam are at a point in our lives where we're getting watched right now more than we ever have and right. probably more than we ever will. Yeah. I mean, everything we do, people are going to see. Yeah. I think I need to work and, well, what he's kind of teaching me at the moment is to show everybody that I am trying to be a good Christian. Right. Um, as a senior, you have... All of the grades in shallow water are looking up to you. Sure. I mean, whenever I sit in that, I remember sitting in uh, fifth and sixth grade, sitting in youth, yeah. looking at those seniors. And I mean, I know them from church and yeah. you want to lead by example and kind of right. make them do what you do. So, I mean, hopefully we're making good decisions. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I think at the moment it's just showing everybody that I am on the right path and trying to stay on that right path. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, you know, you guys, both of you, you know, have have a lot of like just leadership capabilities, you know, natural kind of leaders, which is awesome. But, but, you know, kind of as you grow older, like when you're a freshman in high school, you don't think of yourself that way, you know. But as you kind of go through your high school years, you start to learn these things about yourself. Like I I have the ability to influence people around me, and that influence can be a positive influence or it can be a negative influence. And so this understanding that that is that that's real, and that I want to make sure that I'm using that in the ways it's supposed to be used. That's a good thing. That's a yeah. That's a good thing. I wish. Uh, I think that's something that that more of us have to pay attention to. You don't work when you're a little kid. You don't really think about anyone but yourself. You know that's mm-hmm. that's how little kids work. Some you high know? schoolers do that. Too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Some uh, some forty year olds do that too. So. Uh, but 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 as you grow older, you start to learn, man. We don't. Our actions don't happen in a vacuum. I mean, they, our actions ripple out and they affect people all around us. And and so it's important that that we're constantly pointing people to Christ, demonstrating Christ with our words and with our actions, you know, so that that ripple effect that's coming out of us is is one that is life and healing and not hurt and shame and death. Absolutely. You know? so. And I, I think we even need to watch it in college. I mean... Oh, especially. As a, yeah, as a sophomore, <laughs> I was sitting there and I would like look at the seniors and be like, oh, that person's a really good person. Right. They get to college oh, and then never mind. they disappear <laughs> yeah. or your mind changes a little bit and... Yeah. Uh, I think just making the right decisions and try not to become one of those people. So, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, the, and I would say this: cause I, I've worked with college students for de- years. You know, I mean, decades. And uh, and the thing is that that eighteen to you know twenty four, that time in your life, you your brain just I'm talking about like the physical your physical brain changes more, develops more than it does from like one to six, 
You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's a profound change that happens in your life between the ages of 18 and 24. So everybody, when they go off to college, right, they're, they're, they're about to enter this thing that's really different, really traumatic, but it's also like you're changing a lot. So if you're going to be going through, this kind of comes back to what we talked about earlier. If you're going to be going through all of these changes, you know, and, and developing in all these different ways, you, you want to make sure that you're doing that in an environment where there are people who are going to be pointing you in the in, in healthy, you know, directions, you know, to life. Because cause so many kids, they get to college, you know, young people, they get to college and they're changing, they're developing, but they're surrounded by people who are not, they're, they're showing them all these other ways that are destructive and harmful, you know, and so they end up, they end up really changing, but, but maybe years later they, they're not really happy with who they become. Do you understand what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, um, so yeah, that's that is some real truth right there, and a good thing for you to hold on to when you go to when you do go to college. You know, sure. um, that kind of, gosh, I want I know now what I want for my life to be about. So, so many students y'all's age don't really know what they're what they want their life to be about. They're you know they yes sir I. Uh... I'm one of those students. <laughs> <laughs> well, but no, no, no. Let me say this, though. Because we may have a problem in our culture, though. Because we say that what you should want your life to be about, when we say that, what we think people mean is, what job are we supposed to have? Y'all. I mean, I, look, I'm a pastor, okay? I'm 48 <laughs> years old, and I'm going to tell you that my job is way down the list of things that are important in my life. Right, and for you guys too, what your life is about is about serving Christ, advancing His kingdom, you know, and and then it's about loving the people that get God's brought into your path, right? Your family, your friends, right? It's about loving them well, and uh, but that's what your life's about. It, Jesus, I mean, it's super simple: love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, strength, and love your neighbor as yourself. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what our lives are supposed to be about. Yes, sir. So make your life about that, and whatever else you do with your life is, you know what I mean, is great. So, um, but yeah, so uh, so you're talking about, like, uh, not sure from, from a career perspective, or, you know, what you're, what you're thinking. Is that kind of what you're... Yes, yeah. sir. I mean, I know what I'm majoring in, but uh, yeah. I should probably figure out what I'm, what I'm trying to do with that, I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I hear you. Uh, I, I didn't know either. Well, I mean, I knew I was supposed to be a pastor, but but I think when I was going to college, you know, uh, I, I was like, what does that even look like? And how can I be one of those guys? You know, yeah. they all have like suits and stuff, and I don't know if I could be one of those. So so you, I, I've struggled a lot with, you know, what am I supposed to do? So for sure, for sure. That's not, that's normal, by the way. So, um, you know, you're going to go through periods where you're like, oh yeah. And, and sometimes you'll be like, oh, I'm sure this is what I want to do. And then all of a sudden something happens and you're like, no way, I never want to do that again. And, <laughs> you know what I mean? So, uh, but if we can focus on, you know, love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength, love your neighbors yourself, you focus on that, right? The vocations, you know, what you choose for your vocation is just something that supports this overarching calling that you're having in your life and that's really what matters at the end of the day mm-hmm. you know yes, sir that's really what matters so um so uh as you guys are preparing you know for college tell me two things okay first tell me like what's your favorite memory from high school like what what's one of those memories that you're going to take with you like that this was awesome i love this you know talk about that first and then i'll tell you a second okay so for me, I loved being a part of the FFA. Yeah. That was the greatest thing I could have done in my high school experience. I think we went to 
state like six times. Yeah. Something yeah. like that. <laughs> That's awesome. And through that, I mean, I've met my best friends. Right. Uh, I've worked on projects with them, learned a ton of skills. Yeah. I mean, through the AgMEC programs, I've learned money management, right. and teamwork, and leadership. And I think there's so many things that I've taken out of that as well, mm-hmm. besides just fun that I will be able to use later in life. And just having those friendships as well and connections right. to be able to take into the future is something that I'm really happy that I, that I ended up with and yeah. ended up doing. Was there one like particular state trip that stands out? Or like, was there one like memory from FFA that you're like, yeah, that was my favorite? Well, the problem is most of the memories that like stand out the most and were like, that was really fun probably wasn't the best ideas. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> Not we, something you want to share on a podcast. <laughs> I mean, they were all, they were all Christian. They were yeah, all yeah, good I Christian know what you things, mean. Yeah, but yeah. stuff that wasn't very safe. Right. Like uh, <laughs> in the parking lot of San Antonio, our projects were frozen and we were all under a tarp yeah. using a weed torch and <laughs> the gas in there got like real heavy and we started to get dizzy <laughs> and we were all kind of step walking around stumbling it was that was probably not the greatest idea but there's a lot of good memories made there that's good yeah that's when you got a bunch of a uh, bunch of high school kids together you know you can ha- have all kinds of you know shenanigans <laughs> absolutely yeah i could say the same thing about my my high school career i remember one time you guys don't have this but we had a drag like in, in I, I graduated high school from Dumas High School. So like the main street in town was a drag. Basically what that means is that people would drive up and down that street on Friday night. Like that was what you did for fun. My mom okay. told me they did that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I remember one time uh, after uh, the homecoming bonfire, we had two pickup trucks that were driving down the drag right next to each other. And I was jumping from bed to bed. Oh you know, like <laughs> stupid, sad. right? Sounds Why like would I do that? Doing. Yeah, that was really dumb, but it was fun. But Okay, well, I'm not as stupid as y'all. Yeah, <laughs> yes, praise God. Praise God for that. That's good. Um, I would definitely say... Managing the boys' basketball team. I got to do that two years in a row. We went to state zero times. <laughs> but we don't talk about that. <laughs> um, but it was just a really fun experience. I My boyfriend plays basketball, so I got to sit on the sideline and support him there. I got super-duper close with the other managers with me. It was just a really, really cool experience. I just remember, like, all the bus rides back. Yeah. If we won, yeah, <laughs> yeah, we'd be playing music, we'd be screaming, like it was just a lot of fun. Yeah, and that's definitely something I'm going to miss a lot. Yeah, I remember those those football buses, you know, when we were coming <laughs> back from the games, or you know, that those were that was a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah. So, um, what do you? What's one thing that you're really looking forward to about this next phase of your life that you're about to start? Like, what's one thing that you're excited about, or you're really looking forward to? Well, there's like a silly thing, then like a deeper thing. I like I'm it. so excited <laughs> to decorate my dorm. Yeah. <laughs> it just seems weird. Like, oh my gosh, I'm having my own space. I can do whatever I want with it. And right. My cat is going with me. <laughs> no way. That's awesome. And then maybe on a deeper level, I'm just really hoping to make some like lifelong friends because mm-hmm. I do have really close relationships here now, but from everyone I've heard, you don't really stay in touch with a lot of high school friendships so I'm really hoping to make some really close close friendships with a good group of people at college yeah that's good Scott what about you Kate I'm looking forward to all the new experiences that come with college yeah Uh, I'm ready to get some more freedom yeah I mean I've already got quite a bit but I mean as far as my education Uh I finally get to study in 
go down one path that I want to go down. I right. don't have to do all these English classes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I can just do the, the ag side of things. And I'm really looking forward to uh, just focusing on that and doing all the things that go along with it. So yeah. with the animal science degree, I'm really looking forward to get in the lab. We all have chemistry labs in shallow water high school sure. where we mix water and dirt and have to wear glasses. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I'm really looking forward to seeing what all these farmers are actually doing yeah. and getting hands on with products and things like that. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. And yeah. And also like, I mean, like going to the get football games and sitting in the student section and the, the basketball, basketball games. games. Yeah, <laughs> it's lit, man. I'm telling you, those the boys' basketball games, that place is jumping. I'm ready to camp out. I'll still I'm, camp I'm out. really excited about the boys' basketball games. <laughs> yeah. It's We've gonna, already talked about camping out yeah. for them. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. And I'm, I'm excited. Joey McGuire, you know, football coach, I think is, I mean, I think there's a lot of reason to be excited about some We'll see. Let's, let's hope that we're yeah. excited for yeah. football. We're always year. hopeful. And we might go to the first game and not be as excited about yeah, it, yeah. but let's, let's hope. We might go to the first game and none of the rest of the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But that part of the journey is awesome, too. Like I went to a little college, you know, which was awesome. I, I needed it, right? I was, mm-hmm. it was a Christian school, so I was around people who love Jesus, my professors, everybody. Super great for me. But one of the things one of the things I didn't get to do, my brother went to OU, and uh, and one time he took me to a game, and I'm telling you, sitting in the stands with a hundred thousand <laughs> people, y'all, that's for real. Like that is a that is a different level of experience, and it's so fun, you know. And so having those kind of experiences is a lot of fun when you're in college yeah. too. Yeah, that's another thing as well. I mean, you said you go to you went to a small college. I mean, we're coming out of a small school, right? Mm-hmm. Most people at Shallowater, I mean, not all, but most yeah. are already Christian. Right. It's going to be exciting to just see how I take everybody else. I mean, not yeah. everybody's going to have the same beliefs exactly. and come from the same background as yeah. me. So just seeing how I fit in with other people and just seeing how I can minister to other people as yeah, well. Yeah, Frankly, that's one of the best things about college. I mean, mm-hmm. is that, you know, you we kind of tend to, because we're only around people or a lot of the people we're around, they, it's not just about like, you know, faith. You know, sometimes it's just about, about like, you know, uh, outlook on life or politics or whatever else we tend to be surrounded mainly by people who think the same way we do and so uh so it's really awesome to be around people who don't think the same way that we do and to you know to be able to listen to why they think the way they do and sometimes you'll be like well that's stupid right uh or sometimes you'll be like well or sometimes you'll think okay i understand why you think that way but i disagree with the conclusion that you've come to right but but just learning to like to interact with people and respectfully, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And listen to people and, and learn from people who are not like us. Like, I think that's one of the best things about school. I I think that's just an open opportunity as well. I mean, shallow water, if you try to minister to somebody and you fail, you have to see them the next day. Right. Right. I mean, this is an open opportunity to, to actually give it a shot. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and try to, try to, change them into the Christian lifestyle. Talk about the gospel for real. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you know, people are like you too, like they're seeking out these new experiences too, right? So they're, they're looking forward to meeting people who are different from them and who have different experiences from them and learning, you know? And so, so what it really all comes down to is, um, is, you know, when you are an authentic person who genuinely cares for other people, right? Then, then people are going to be willing to listen to what you have to say. And they're and they're gonna they're gonna want to know about you and about your life mm-hmm. and about what you believe, you know. And you're gonna be able to share that with them, 
And even if they, you know, even if in that moment, right, they don't make some kind of decision to follow Christ, they, they still, because of you, who you are, because you're an authentic person, because you, because you genuinely care about other people, because they, you, they can see you're really trying to live your faith out. You take it seriously. You know what I mean? Like, they're going to listen to that. They really will. And, uh, and, and, and I think that's one of the best things that, that you learn in college is to be, is to just be more confident in being who you are and, in, you know, and, and you learn why, you know, you, you can stand on a, you know, on a corner at tech if you want to with a megaphone and just scream at people as they're going by, you know, they don't tend to listen to that very much. You know? <laughs> yeah. What, what they really tend to listen to are people who, people that they know and people who they've, they've seen you're, you, you genuinely care for the people you're, you genuinely are trying to practice your faith. You're serious about it. It's, it's important to you when they see that in your life, right? Then they're way more open to hearing about it. You know, most people that they run into that whatever faith they come from, right? Most people that they run into, they're not like that about, about their faith or even about their life, you know? And, uh, and so people are really looking for authenticity, you know? Absolutely. And I think it's a, it's college is another great way to just take your, your relationship with God to another step. Absolutely. I mean, a yeah. whole nother level here. We're kind of sheltered. I feel mm-hmm. like there's so many ways to get involved in the Christian community and yeah, in college. Yeah, yeah. And I'm so excited to go to different youth groups and just yeah. try out going to different churches. Yeah. And, yeah. Well, that makes me sad, but I understand. Well, <laughs> I get it. I get it. I get it. We'll I get come it. back. Yeah. It'll be a little That's harder. what I'm talking about. It'll be a drive <laughs> back here. Yeah. Well, I, the, I agree with you there, and there's a lot of really great organizations at, uh, at Texas Tech. The BSM at Texas Tech is legit. Uh, my friend Jeff Kennedy, he's the, he's the BSM director there, and uh, they do really great stuff there. That's a great place to start as people who you know, came from Baptist Church. You know, that'd be a great place to start. There's lots of really great Christian organizations on campus that you can get plugged into and get involved in. And um, I think you're right. Your faith will grow by leaps and bounds while you're in college. Mm-hmm. It can. It can grow or or it can just completely, you know, wither and die. You know what I mean? And so it really depends on, it's just like anything, what you water grows, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, it's That's definitely it. like up to us to make those really important choices. And like you said, people want to listen to you if they know you care for other people and are just a genuine person, but you also need to have your actions reflect that as well. Absolutely. Yeah. Because so many people and in college, it's particularly like this, right? You, you, and you'll see it. You'll see people who they talk, you know, a certain way, but then when, when you see the way they act or the way they treat other people or the way, you know, you can see that they're not genuine, you know, and then other people you'll see and, and they may be really nice people and, and they may claim, you know, a faith, but you can tell they're not really serious about their faith. You know, it's not really important to them. It's something they talk about. It's a part of their culture or whatever, but it's not really important to them. It's not front and center in their life. And you'll see a lot of people like that in college. But but if you choose not to be someone like that, that will stand out. <laughs> you Absolutely. Because there's not a lot of folks in college are not there, you know. Yeah. So, um, so that's really good. Well, listen, here's the thing. We, as your church, love you and are proud of you. And we're proud of all of our seniors out there. So it's been fun for me to just get to know you guys a little bit, you know, since I've been the pastor here. But um, but we're going to be praying for you. Uh, We believe in what God is doing in your your life and the gifts that he's given you and the ways that he desires to use you. Like, we believe in that. And uh, we're super excited to see what God 
does with you and in you and through you and all those kinds of things. So, so we're going to be praying for you. We're going to be supporting you and you always have a home here, you know? So we do have a college and young adult Bible study that meets at my house every Thursday. You guys are welcome, especially during the summer as you're kind of waiting, you know, to go off to college, you're welcome to be part of that. And, uh, and, uh, but, but you're right. Finding a crew that you can run with, you know, that's the most important thing. Mm -hmm. So we're praying that you find that and you find it quick. Thank so. you. Thank you. <laughs> well, thanks for being on the podcast. I, I really appreciate it. You guys have been awesome. Maybe after your first year in college, we'll have you come back Ooh, and you can tell a year us how ago it today. went. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which would be awesome. Give you an update then. That's right. I love it. All right. Well, thanks for joining us. Thank we you. appreciate it. Thanks for tuning in to First Things First. We want to invite you to join us for worship this Sunday at First Shallow Water. You can find us at 703 Avenue J in Shallow Water, Texas. Our Sunday morning service starts at 1030 a.m. Click on the link in the description of this episode for more information about our church or if you'd just like to reach out to us. Check out the previous episodes of this podcast. Make sure you do that. We really have had the privilege of hearing some amazing stories. And make sure you check back each week for a new episode. Until then, we'll see you around town.